0: Welcome, traveler! You have entered the realm of adventure. Prepare yourself for tales from
1: Beyond the Dice! Beyond the Dice is a Dungeons and Dragons! Fifth edition actual play podcast set in a cyberpunk city called New Etika. I am your Dungeon Master Luke and your players are. I play it bet i <laughs> <laughs> uh, I play with Ben. I play, I play Ben. ben on and I am ben. <laughs> <laughs> I'm <laughs> Cortain. <me a>
0: <laughs> I
2: have
3: to compose myself.
2: I, I'm Ben and I play Cortain, level 3 human
1: fighter. I play. Oh, no, I don't play Jet. I am Jet. <laughs> and I play <laughs> games, level 3 human <laughs> wizard. Dragon! Dragon! I'm
2: Peter, I'm playing Spigs, a level 3 dwarf, but I'm questioning at what point does a dwarf become robot, or a robot become dwarf. Dun,
0: dun,
3: the robots dun, have dun. gained sentience. I'm Trav, I play Little Moss on level 3 something,
1: orc. Very good, okay, so I'll get all y'all to roll a d20 for me, and we'll see who does what happened previously on Beyond the ass Little Moss, 50... After many
2: failed attempts to roll on the table, I got an 18. Gauge, 14. Cortain 5.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh. Okay, this is a pretty short one. Do you want to do the short one? Yeah, I'll do it.
2: Down the last two pieces of I know paraphernalia that we stole from the edict, because otherwise Spigs's wife is gonna die. But he seems pretty cool about it. And we were tracking someone down to the taxi depot. Memory serves, and we decided to hire a five hundred dollar taxi fare in a souped up hover hovercraft. We had to get there quick. Yeah, yeah, I guess. And
3: in style.
1: Yeah.
2: (laughs) But, yeah. Where did that guy go? Because we went to... Anyway. Um, Then we had to find B. Gates, who was a taxi driver. We found him. Little Moss snuck into the the complex where he promptly was spotted by the dwarf, I don't know, manager.
3: I don't know how that happened.
2: And then (laughs) decided to play dead. He played dead so well that the dwarf had thought that he had fallen down and died, and so called out for help and an ambulance. Um, with the distraction, Little Moss snuck away, leaving Cortain to come in, pretend to be a medic, and then accuse the dwarf of being drunk. Kind you of also, racially profiling, but you know. You it
3: also worked. gave a hobgoblin, like, a free faux medical check
2: (laughs) you don't know that nobody knows that where you saw things (laughs) you can't unsee well he just said he had lumps he never said where they were
3: lady Lady. lumps
2: (laughs) Um, then we were able to hunt down B Gates and get back the tablet that he bought that we have to return to the to the edict I believe I believe that was it
1: yeah, that's it. There's the uh, the um, the old taxi driver drove away, not in his taxi, but in his own car. Oh, uh,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. And he didn't eat his carrots. And then
1: Moss gave him he some didn't. marriage advice. Yeah, that's true. Even though he's a <laughs> 16-year-old kid. Sorry, <laughs> <Da-da-da-da. laughs> no, this, this is not called for a Jurassic Park thing. <laughs> All right. So now you see the car park of the Sunset Cabs Depot. The car park in which all of the cab drivers park their own personal cars that they drive to work um, and then obviously drive the taxis at work. So we have Gage, Spigs, and Little Moss in the car park. Little Moss's car park, I should say. Little Moss is sort of sneaking away, walking backwards, clutching the tablet at his chest. Gage and Spigs are just standing there. The old man taxi driver has driven off, driven, driven, driven away, and Cortain is inside the building somewhere. We we really should have gotten him to drive us to the library, because now it's, how do we get, we can't get a taxi now, or maybe, actually, (laughs) Cortain, where are you?
2: Just hold on, there's a medical emergency.
3: (laughs) Nah, but here's the thing. No one'll expect us to just blatantly call a cab out the front of a place that we've just essentially broken into and assaulted one of their one of their own. It's brilliant.
1: <laughs> Can Cortain, do you think um, with your medical emergency would give us some weight to give us a free ride to the library?
2: I'm
3: a oh, doctor a good... man. That's a good idea. That is a good idea.
2: I'm not a blackmailer.
1: <laughs> Can't you be both? Wait, you're a doctor? You're not a doctor either.
2: <laughs> uh, would you, after this, would you be able to give us a ride to the library?
3: <laughs> sounds legit.
1: Um, yeah. You think it's all good? Yeah, I think
2: it's all good. I mean, uh, this, oh. this, this <laughs> is going to be
3: great. Flash forward five years, he's in a, he's <coughs> in like a hospital bed, dying of, of like colon cancer or
1: something. And we like curse that do you, man. Do you think I should uh, still get it checked out? Describe the, Describe the lumps for us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Describe,
2: describe what Coltain is seeing. Um, is he actually seeing it? Yeah, yeah, legit. Cortain will uh,
1: to about a brother. So on this hobgoblin, this, on his thigh, you see, like, this lump. Um, it looks, like, pretty tender. It's, because um, the hobgoblin skin sort of that sort of ruddy brownish red. Um, it's, uh, the lump is, like, purple. Um... And yeah, looks and looks quite inflamed.
2: I say I'm gonna to need to call in, call in a second opinion, and ask for ask for Gage to come in. All all right. Uh-huh. We're a travelling band of doctors. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we going to do immediate surgery on this patient.
1: <laughs> so, you, um, get well, Gage. Because you guys, you guys wait here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fix this. All right, Gage, you walk into the room past, um, you know, all the, all the cab drivers, taxi drivers have gone back to their, um, their brakes or gone back to their cabs and have driven away. Uh, You see this hobgoblin there sitting on a, um, a chair, his pants down, but he's still got his underwear on, um there. His legs are spread and King Courtney is standing there and looks at you. I'm wearing yeah. a lab coat. <laughs> yeah, he's wearing... He, there's a lab coat know so where he got it from. I like how all our characters keep getting more and more clothes, yet Biggs is still half naked. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so Gage, uh, Gage looks is like, look, I can help you, but I can really only cauterize wounds. And he Wait, just... Uh,
2: He's, I called he... I called you in here to like you know you you got you know search the net you're basically a machine <sighs> diagnose him uh, what, do, what does what yeah. does mydiagnosis.com say
1: all right so he takes um, he looks at the wounds and makes an image scan and connects connects it up to the to the net and does an image search to find out what kind of disease it looks like this he, he this just asks has. jeeves <laughs> jeeves <laughs> is dead we killed him
3: he goes to Google, he goes to Yahoo Answers. <laughs> no, no,
1: he goes he goes to one of those medical sites. Like he hacks into it, one of the ones where all the doctors upload things to each other, like on patients and the private information, and they share it around, like for funsies. That so, sounds negligent. Yeah, but it's it, it's out there anyway. So he goes to one of those websites and chucks it up there. And so if it was um Yahoo Yahoo Answers, answers for doctors, it w- yeah, it would be like. My leg, purple, blue, red lump, big on my leg. Can help me,
2: please?
1: Can helps, please. Uh, <laughs> can helps, please. Um, yeah, okay, you go to the, the doctor site. Uh, it's like, would you like to chat now? A little thing pops up.
2: <sighs> why is...
1: Why is, Yes. Cool. A little, um, like, chat text box comes up, and it's like, doctor, Dr. Doctor Stringenham, and he Ooh, says... or she tasty. Or she, she says... Uh, it types in like, what is the, um, connects, what is it? The- he connects it to the live feed of, Ugh. of his like li- live feed to a video of what's happening right now. All right. This better not cost me 500 credits. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it says, um, free healthcare. It doesn't say that. It says free with like quotation marks around it. As long as it's cheaper than the cab ride, I'm fine. So as you, um, as you enter the, the chat room, the doctor says, please state the nature of the medical emergency. Um, <laughs> no, nice. doesn't say that. Uh, she goes she sees the video, uh, and, uh, says, Oh, it just, that looks like, um, looks like, like some sort of, uh, infection, maybe an ingrown hair. Uh, if he, if the, if you just... Head down to a pharmacy, pick up some of these um, anti-inflammatories. They can sell it over the counter. Um, You should be fine. Usually take two once a day for two weeks. It should clear up. Thank you. And then it logs off. Cool. So Gage walks over and washes his hands. He didn't touch anything. He just feels like he needs to wash his hands. All right. Of the situation, or... Yes. Do you, do you, like, tell the hobgoblin? Yeah, yeah, he passes, he passes the information on. Okay, cool, yeah, cool. It's like, oh, thank you, guys. Yeah, this is really good. I'll head over to the... I'll head over to a chemist. Uh, when uh, done. Uh, maybe I'll go now. Yeah, I'll go. You know what, I'll go now.
2: Can you drop us off to the to the library first, please? The library?
1: Like, the Darkhaven library? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sure. I haven't been... <clears throat> Ever asked to drop anybody there, that's I'm surprised the place is still around. Haven't had many bookings.
2: You're not there, little moss.
1: Yeah, that would have been good
3: if you were there. But.
1: <laughs> now to edits it out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wait,
3: no, no, now let's just stop. And then okay, Jeff, go.
1: What? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um oh, Eric- Lame. Gage Gage walks out like, okay, I'll see you guys back at the car park. He doesn't want any more of this situation. He doesn't want to look at this, this goblin's ass anymore. He just wants out. Just walks, just just, just walks. Washes cool. his hands several times. Yeah, let's go. So the hobgoblin gets his taxi, brings it up to the front. He's Gortain you sort of go with him. Uh, the rest of the guys enter the taxi. And he says,
2: All right, uh,
1: off to, uh, Darkhaven Library it is. And you make your way over there. And when you arrive, you see this odd sight. Picture a modern city block. Apartments and huge towers that reach up to the sky, with arching bridges and walkways that connect them. The bright lights of advertisements and neon lights covering the buildings and shining down on the street lighting the area. And in the centre of all these towers, you see a grey stone building with a strange design. It looks a little gothic in places, with its gargoyles and its detail, but it has an odd hint of the square brutalism. Surrounding this building is a weird garden. Now, there are no lush bushes or flowers or grass. All you can see is a brown gray tangle. Where you would picture grass, there are dried weeds, dirt and rubbish. There are trees, but they are basically twisted gnarled husks, deadwood, poisoned by the murky water from above. You see a wrecked motorbike, a car shell, here or there. An old trolley. It's rusted. You get out of the taxi. The taxi driver says, "Like, uh, do, uh, do you want me to sort of wait around, or what? Uh, is that okay? Do you mind? Yeah, I can keep the meter running. Wait, meter running? I thought this was free. We, we like, got you medical advice. <sighs> That's true, but, but... man, like, I, um... What if you what if I, you go to the chemist, come back, t- we're waiting for you, then maybe you can give us another lift. If not, like, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Okay. okay, good idea. I was going to say, like, I get paid, like, two credits an hour. I can barely sustain me and my family on it. You know, <laughs> Just, oh, it's all my fares. My fares uh, pays the bills. But, uh, yeah, yeah, cool. What I'll do is I'll uh, go down to the pharmacy and I'll get my, my uh, inflammatories, maybe a cream, and then I'll head back, and if you're still waiting i can take you somewhere else and uh if not then um here you yeah yeah here and he sends you like a little um notifying like sort of a little button that you can press in your ar and we'll send him a notification saying that you want to be picked up if i'm not with a uh, affair then um yeah i'll come pick you up cool that sounds good cool yeah cool all right as you as you step out of the taxi you see what you thought were leaves were like bits of rubbish and old newspapers and, and just stuff like that okay so we so does, is there is it like there's a door we walk up to the door is it does it open automatically like is, is this like functioning? there are big stairs <laughs> yep. with um sort of like those old school curved rails that run down the stairs <clears throat> they're all sort of rusted they were painted like a um some sort of green color there are big statues on the side of it um it's like there's one of an elf holding a book um reading it and sort of their other hands just resting at their side on the other side the opposite side there's a um there's a human he's got some books under his arm um and he's like lifting his hand up in the air and there, there's two big doors the windows look like they've been smashed but they're all sort of boarded up. Uh, Can I get someone to roll actually get everyone to roll perception check for me?
3: Moss
2: 17. Gauge 9. Cortane 10. 18 for Spigs
1: alright Spigs and Little Moss you guys hear, like, a clank and a thump inside the building uh, echo through, um, but the other you, other two don't hear it. I keep it to myself. Uh, do you
2: guys hear that? Oh nope. There was some sort of thug and then a clank.
1: Do you think anyone's watching us? Like, it's a library, like, let's just go in! But we need to be quiet.
2: Hold on, hold on, hold library. on,
1: hold on, I'll get my, uh, library card out. You okay? You, uh, you, um, you don't have anything on you, man, you left all of your shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: basically
2: oh, nude. oh shit. It like every,
1: it every every dude, everything you had on you, including your thunder cannon, is back at the pizzeria. <laughs> <laughs> oh. In the toilet, covered oh, in piss shit. or shit or vomit or whatever it was. Number threes, but it's yeah, it's not there. How long have you been waiting to cash that in? <laughs> <laughs> like three at episodes. least one episode. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh
2: hold on! I'll be back, guys. And Speaks leaves <laughs> to the to get back to the pizzeria. Go get his stuff.
1: Okay, so he leaves. Do we want to wait or do we want to just go? go. We're trying to save
2: his wife and he decides to go waste time. Are we going to... Yeah,
1: Spigs, do you really
2: leave? Uh, uh, He turns around and goes, oh wait, I remember what we're doing. I remember what we're doing. (laughs) (laughs) I remember
1: we're saving my wife's life. (laughs) What the fuck? Holy shit. I'm assuming he's still slightly it's intoxicated. Like, oh, on one hand, I have my wife's life. On the other hand, I have my thunder cannon and my pants. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I'm gonna go and get my pants. <laughs> oh. Oh, all right. So, what are you guys? What are you guys doing? Spigs goes down the stairs and then he stops and he turns back we and he just walks the back hall. up. All right. So, you go to push on the door. It's locked. Gage knocks. All right. You hear. A thumping and you see one of the boards move aside actually yeah little moss can probably see it from his height and one of the boards at the top moves aside and you hear a voice saying what do you want?
3: Uh, wait what do we uh, want again? do we want a, a key? A is that yeah is a that the, is it the key. old hobbit guy? is that the guy we're looking for that has the key? Uh,
2: are you are you the key master? I
0: don't know what you're talking
1: about well, oh, I the gatekeeper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Gage looks up, man. Hey. <laughs> yeah, anyway, sorry. <laughs> hey, we had some um, some stuff stolen from us and like sold at this pawn shop. Look, I was wondering if you could help us out. Uh, we'd be willing to pay you back for the key that you recently bought at the pawn shop.
0: Uh, no. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, you come back in the morning if you want to read a book or something, but otherwise... Uh, I, I, I bid you farewell Is
1: is we can see the guy, the person or just the voice? No. Okay. little moss can see some like orangey yellow eyes looking through the gap at the top but that's about it Okay. It's just, look, we, we really don't have time to deal with like This is a bit of an emergency, um, if you could just help us out, we'd be on our way and we can leave you to whatever whatever you're doing.
0: I was just about to, uh, head off to bed, so you can leave me at that and come back in the morning if you wish.
1: This guy's voice is pretty deep. Gage looks at Cortain and lifts up an eyebrow.
2: What What do do you want me to do? The librarians told us to come back later.
1: Ah, oh, okay. So we'll just let us Okay. All right, we'll come back tomorrow then. Hey, I don't Gosh. think we have time to come back there's tomorrow. A, there's <laughs> a woman's life at stake. Yeah, you maybe have like six hours oh, left no. or so. I
3: boot the door.
1: Thank you. <laughs> All right, roll a... Um, strength? Roll a strength check. Uh, 20. A natural 20? No. Nah. Okay, get a crit. Okay. You kick the door... You hear like a crunch of wood um, And he and you hear a voice like Hey hey,
0: don't break the door now I will let you in and we can talk About this key Yes,
1: yeah, so, I mean the irony
3: is if I had the key Maybe I could get inside without needing to kick it down
1: Well, okay You see like the eyes looking around Towards the rest of the group Where he was just basically focusing on Little Moss before
0: Alright, I'll, uh, I'll let you in But I don't want any trouble in here There are some very valuable pieces and my boss wouldn't be too happy if they were destroyed or damaged in any way.
1: You hear the clicking, like a chain going down and then like a big piece of wood (laughs) CLONK on the ground. One of the sides of the door opens, this huge door opens inwards. You see like some light through down past all these bookcases towards the center of this library. Uh, past like this little sort of counter at the front that have these really old computers like CRT monitors on there. When he opens the door, you see this figure, it's probably like eight foot tall. You've never seen anybody that looks like this humanoid, this sort of gray skin. His head, arms, face have these like sort of, um, black band, like sharp band like tattoos. He has sort of a, a wide nose bridge and nose, which is uh, flat, these orangey yellow eyes and he's huge and muscled, like bigger than little moss, bigger than any orc, half orc or anything you've ever seen. He's got no hair, no facial hair. He's wearing a, um, like a short sleeve, uh, shirt with a black vest and he's wearing black shorts with um, black boots and socks. And he's got like um, a little sort of uh, a set of glasses that are sort of tucked into the pocket of his vest. And at his side, you see there's like a pocket watch. Um, and laying <clears throat> sort of against uh, a shelf, you see this huge, huge, like sort of great club. It has these sort of... Um, Notches and spikes all the way around, um, and the the weapon itself is probably like six foot.
3: Wait. I like blurt out, man! You're the biggest bookworm I've ever seen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like you. I like you a lot, little orc. Come inside. We'll close the door behind you, and we should talk about this key.
1: So you all enter, closes the door, locks it all back up, and he's like, Follow me, my boss will want to speak
0: with you.
2: Hey, Luke, I got a side
3: note. Yeah. How did Speaks weld the door if he has no welding tool?
1: Well, where did you get that uh, garlic bread segment from as well? (laughs) (laughs) That was. You're willing to overlook (laughs) a whole bunch of random crap. That
2: That was imposed upon
1: Speaks. Not speaks willing to give the guy. <laughs> well I I assumed that you I, I would give you one piece of like something you can use and then when you went to use another, you would be like, Oh, I have no clothes on. Um, <laughs> so I'm gonna say I I was like saying that like the Spigs is so attached to his little welder, he uses it for everything <laughs> that his he never welder. lets go of it. Hey. Like it's in, it's like you had it in your beard or something. I don't yeah. know. We don't know. The same place you got yeah, the garlic bread. A nickname oh. for his penis. Yeah, <laughs> that's rude. Thank you. <laughs> all right. So you, um, you guys are in this library. It's old. There's sort of dust everywhere and stuff like that. This um, G- gauge is very distracted by the CRT monitors because they're they're what, at least. One or two hundred years old. Yeah, but, yeah, yep, that's finally cool. Yep, absolutely. Yep. Yep. Um, you see this, like this Goliath <laughs> figure, mo- hey, motion you down towards the the light in the center of this uh, library. All big, yeah, all big. So, you, do you follow him as he walks down? Yeah, yeah. But I've
2: my shotgun ready.
1: He picks up his um, great club as he goes, leaning on his shoulder. And he turns to and he's like
0: Human, I'm not sure if your name will introduce one another quite soon uh, But you do not need that shotgun here You are safe because of who is in your presence
1: And he sort of continues on towards the centre of this library Because of who is in your presence Yep, yep, it's what he says Okay, okay. Gage kinda of motions with his hand down towards the shotgun as well. Like, hey, we don't we don't want any trouble here. Like, I'm I'm Gage. What's what's your name? Like I said,
0: we will make acquaintances soon.
2: Uh, I still have my shotgun.
3: You already know half my name. You call me little orc, but my name's Little Moss. But you can just call me Moss.
1: Fair enough, little Moss. Yeah. What? <laughs> So you continue down to the center of this library. When you get there, there are a bunch of desks. They've got books and papers and stuff all over them. And there's this little figure, um, sort of like with you there, back turned to you, working away, writing. Um, They've got like a big magnifying glass, all this sort of stuff, um, looking into it. And this big figure says,
0: Master, boss, have a look who's here. We have some visitors and look who's amongst them.
1: He says sort of like in a happier tone than he was using before. This little figure turns around and gauge. You see like the same person that you saw in the video earlier at the, uh, from the pawn shop Yep. though, this time it's not wearing a beard. You see a beard sitting on the desk behind him. These, okay. Does everyone know Link from Zelda game? Okay, so you know how he has those weird sort of sideburn bang things? Like they're they're sort of like that long piece of hair next to his ears. Anyway, he has them. Like these sort of like hanging sideburn things. Big pointy ears that are sort of like not pointing right up, but pointing out to the side. He has sort of a... um, Like a slightly tanned skin. These little glasses sitting on the end of his nose. This little sort of pointed nose. Uh, sort of almond-shaped eyes and high arcing eyebrows, like in surprise. His hair is sort of slick back um, and parted in the side. He is aged. You've not seen this creature either. He looks like he could be like a miniature elf or an elf that's been shrunk. Um, but for sort of more exaggerated f- features. Bigger eyes. The, the, he, the orbs of his eyes are like completely black, um, his ears are a bit bigger than what an Elf's would be, uh, and he is a lot shorter he's only like four foot tall and he says Ah! You people have entered the Library of Darkhaven for what reason? We seek the key. He looks up towards this <laughs> Goliath like, of a-, a figure Answer me these questions three <laughs> Sorry, go all right. <laughs> uh, That's all good, um he looks up to this Goliath and the Goliath looks to him like at the corner of his eye and he says
0: I told them that there, we did not know anything of any key but they know that it is here not sure how but they have found their way to us
1: and the gnome sort of um steps forward he sort of nods his head towards you and says My name is Lorien Lockworm, and I am the, you could say, head librarian or archivist of this library. And yes, I have that key, but unfortunately you cannot have it. Can we borrow it for some time? Borrow it? What for?
2: To give to someone else. (laughs) 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 I don't say that. Hmm. Oh, I need to examine it for a for time.
3: <laughs> for science.
1: Do you know what it is, and why do you have to examine it? Actually, first off, answer the second question first, and the first question second. What was the second what? question? <laughs> do you know? I mean, no, that was the first question. Uh, the second question I asked you just then was, um, what do you want to study it for? For the knowledge, it will unlock. Good one. Yes, okay. No, but really, what do you want it for? (laughs) It's not to study. It's not at all. What do you want it for? He's speaking to you, speaks like directly. With a slight smirk.
2: We are going to use the key to unlock what it unlocks. Uh, Cordanger says, look, we need it to rescue someone. If you don't get it, we will have to take it from you.
1: What he said. Lorian, the, um... Oh, crap. The, the gnome looks up towards the, um, the, the Goliath and says Well, I don't think that Dune will let you take it.
2: Oh, is that his name?
1: Yes. Oh, sorry. Intr- uh, introductions. This is Dune. Uh, I'm, like I said, Lorian Lockworm, and, um... Uh, who are, my name are
2: you? Is is, is Cortain, and okay.
1: the... my name? Yes, my name is Spigs. I'm a level three dwarf art officer. <laughs> he's he is scratching um he's scratching this down on a little notepad that he pulls out of his pocket while um while you say such things. We run a little Radio Shack program called <laughs> Beyond the Dice. We record our adventures. <laughs> you can just subscribe and find out everything yeah. about us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My name is Moss. Moss. Okay. And you, sir? I'm Gage. Look. Gage. Okay. Well, Cortain, Sphinx, Moss, and Gage. You cannot have this key, for the thing that it does unlock could be incredibly dangerous, incredibly powerful. And should not fall into the wrong hands. I don't want to sound like a cliche, but that's the truth.
3: Well, it's like we we rescued it from evil hands, good sir. And now we need it back to save a woman's life. Please help us. (laughs) Oh, crap. Did I just give away the game?
1: Damn it. He senses you're telling the truth. And he says, what do you mean by save a woman's life? Uh, With this key? Yes.
3: It unlocks her freedom.
1: Ah, so it seems that this woman is being held captive by somebody, and they would like to trade her for such an item. Yes. And who has this woman captive?
3: The uh, Aegis of the our... Edict. Aegis is good. Edict of our...
1: Ah, <laughs> oh, sorry. The, the Edict. Ah, uh, yes, I've seen such things on the telly on the TV screen <laughs> <telly>. I have <laughs> read such things in the the papers and that sort of thing yes this, this, this syndicate that's come out of nowhere and seems to be combining the efforts of all the criminals in the city under one leader um, yes why would they want such a thing maybe they think that they can control and harness whatever this unlocks and to be fair to you boys I don't understand or I don't know what it unlocks Uh, that's why I'm studying it then why can't we just have it if if you don't know what it does either then what it's value to you is not as great as you make it out to be so we might as well just take it and be on our way well there are many keys in this World and they open many things. They, the edict, they might understand and they might know what it unlocks. So that is why I cannot give it to you right away. Now, if I have time to study this and find out that it is a key that, you know, cannot or will not cause destruction, death, or harm in any way, then you can have it. It's all yours, but. Until then, I dare not let it out of this library.
2: And and what are the problem of the dead wife?
1: Who's... what's this dead wife?
2: Oh, uh, I mean, woman. She might be a wife.
1: Prob- who is she? The prob- the, it, doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter who she is. It's the fact that we need to get this back. Like, it, it, like we could go into it, we could go through her, the entire everything, but... We need to save this person, and they are being held hostage, and we don't have a situation. We are outgunned, outpowered. We need to give in to their demands. Hmm. I don't know. I just... I don't know. And then Rune... Oh, not Rune. What's his name? Dune speaks up, and he says,
0: Well, who is this woman? Give us some context, and...
2: It's my wife, dammit! Well,
0: that does change and, and
2: things.
1: Spig shakes him with one hand. He allows <laughs> you to. He uh, says, Lorien,
0: it's Spiggs'
1: wife. And then Lorien sort of turns away and he says, I guess this is a good enough time. Uh, yeah, I need you all to follow me. Spiggs, we've got something to tell you. We kind of know who you are. Plot thickens.
2: <laughs> Shit, I'm, is this like, I never had a wife? Please don't be No, nah, this is me. like a, a sting. You're going to get slapped with the fines that you've been evading. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. It's, like, it's well, been 28 years and you have not returned the Kama Sutra book that you borrowed from that. <laughs> <to do>. yeah, <laughs> the, the,
2: the library fines have you added you up. You you ever, do, you ever, re-
1: do you ever return that book? I've never hired it Probably (laughs) want it cleaned up Uh, (laughs) You did have a library card to hear Yeah you did so you left it at the pizzeria Yeah that's true You did leave it at the pizzeria If you all would follow me You won't be harmed I promise you I promise you you won't be harmed I just have to explain something Okay. As long as Bix isn't the chosen one It's fine yeah, I can't put up with that
3: level of meta bullshit. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> what a little <laughs> monster from? Oh, well, that's that makes sense.
1: I am the chosen one. <laughs> no, Alright. Um, it's
3: actually it's actually
1: Gleam. Uh, He's the chosen. He continues down to um, like this old section of the library towards the back. It's older, it's dustier. Um, the cases look older. The books look older. There's a section that is um, fenced off with a chain. He unhooks it. Continues down there. Um, Dune is carrying like a uh, like an LED lantern as he follows behind you all. Um, Lorien goes up to a section which is chained off again. And there are some stairs leading down. And he undoes the chain. And he continues down the stairs, pushes open this door that leads into like, um, an, like an underground basement sort of level. He continues down, beckoning you all. That's se- seriously? N- don't stress, I just need to show you something. Something very old. Something that pertains to Spigs here. Mr. Denser, His I believe. Legs. No, therefore His- what? <laughs> he looks down and he's like uh, No, not his legs Unfortunately Yes, but follow, follow me And he continues down into this old Sort of um, archiving room There are all these shelves with boxes And old books And there are sort of tables With books in like plastic cases And stuff like that He continues on uh, To this tome big, big tome in a big sort of acrylic box. He unlocks it with this little key, opens it up, opens this case up, <clears throat> pulls out this tome, drops it on the table um, carefully, and flips through the pages. He runs his finger down the page and he says, speaks look at this and as you lean in, he turns this, um, like this lamp that was on in the room and faces it on the book. And you see two names that are familiar to you. Felden Denser and Gwynlyn Denser. And from what you know, they're the names of your parents. What are, what are my parents doing in this tomb? Well, to we didn't think that you would end up coming back here but it seems that maybe you were meant to now I saw you a long long time ago when you're um, right before your parents perished they came here um, with you and they went on a mission and it is the mission that they never came back from and you can see like he has some tears in his eyes your parents were very, very good friends of mine, and that was sadly the last time that I had ever seen them. But now you're back here, and I—I I think it means something, Spigs. I think you—I think you're here to um, to join us and take up—look, look, uh, take up the. I have a—I have a shot. For you. Oh, yeah, also. I don't know if fate is real, but I think that you have stumbled upon the burden and the mantle that your parents once carried, that I carry, that dune carries. What is this burden? I think that you are a keeper. Oh, thanks. Like the rest of us. We are a part of an organisation called the Keepers of Law. There was quite a large cell in um, Darkhaven here and we, we did what we have to do and a lot of us perished. Um, hold on, let me let me find something. And he runs over, grabs another small book, pulls it out and there, it says Darkhaven on the front of the book and he flips it open. He passes it to you. These are the members of the, the cell and he reads out a few names. He says, your parents, of course. Thaldendenser, Gwinlandenser. There's Vorstag Cleverson, Kelrish Keystone, Kevin Taikilihunu, Kevin. Yes, he was known as Kev, that is correct. Levi, the Radiant, Grog Walker, Plague, Twitch, Crendlewood, Aiden, Shock Horror, Sarakad simply the one known as Egg, Bruna Goldtooth, Inden Smithholm Quinlon Zai Longleaf Zildia Longleaf and Wu Zin Longleaf. Oh was that was that the was that the girl with the um longleaf? With with the revolver? Yep. Yeah. Okay, so do I need to roll to remember or is that yeah. Uh, um you can if you roll an investigation All check I'll right, right. tell you something more. Yep. Yeah. Twenty one. Okay, so you remember in the conversation that you had with her? Um, it was just her, her sister and her father, and her father died, and he was the one who gave her the revolver.
2: Does Cortain have any connection to this mysterious group?
1: (laughs) Not that you know of. Uh,
2: Look, there were a lot of you, and you had weird, swanky names, except for Kevin.
1: No, what you don't understand is there are only two of us left. The rest of them had disappeared or were killed, but now Spigston is back, and he's a denser. And he, his parents were keepers, and he might just be a keeper also.
2: Well, his wife won't be a keeper if she dies.
1: What I'm, tr- what I'm trying to say here is that S- Spigston, these keys, they are the things that we would find, that we would collect, we would archive. That's what I am. I'm an archivist. We would find these items that hold some significance or magic or, or that are otherworldly. And we would categorize them after we had searched for them and collected them. We would protect them, disable them if needed. But uh, this, this this order, our organization, the Keepers of Law, have been put together by many races over... We don't even know how long. they. It started before... Before... Anybody knows, and uh, since since this world b- was broken and and burnt, and since we're all separated by the the vast wastelands, um, but Spigston, I believe that you you coming across these keys, it means something. Uh, um, so uh, uh, I don't know. H- how about to save your wife? Because Spigston, we- we'll make a deal. We need you. Um, we need you here at the keepers at the library you can still run your shop and have your life but we want you to um, sort of work for us and if you, uh, if you if you accept then we will help you and we will say you can have the key but then we want to take it back later before this edict of I can do anything with it what do you say You can have the key in trade for joining us. So, my
2: life is
1: servitude
2: for my, my wife's life.
1: It's not servitude. You're not a slave to us. You just join our organization and you help us stop people who are going to use powerful items or books or knowledge for gain or to cause harm.
2: It does it does sound like a worthy cause, but at the same time, I need to maintain my uh, income. Does it, does it pay well? Does it look like it? Their
3: technology is 200 years old.
1: Well, it doesn't exactly pay well. It's not a full-time job, if that's what you're saying, but... Oh, not full time. Well, that's, if, that's. I'm glad. I'm glad that you're discussing this while your wife's in prison and, like, yes, like seems, oh, does the job going? does it pay well? It, like, it seems very odd that he's doing this. Does it not? He looks around to the rest of you. But look, if if I if if you are to go and rescue items of value and you find ones that, um, that will not bring a cataclysm. Uh, and that are safe to be out amongst people and in the public, then you can have them. Cool. oh yeah. Uh... Like this, and he out of his pocket, he pulls out this um, this ring, and he puts it on your finger, and he says, "This is a very ancient magic item, and it will allow me to talk to you for a short amount of time, and you to talk magic. to me." What nonsense! Uh, this... this. Like a like a mobile phone. Can you just use a mobile phone? <laughs> Yes, but this cannot be hacked or tapped into. There's no such thing as magic. Uh, Yeah, but give me that ring. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's mine. It came to me. (laughs)
2: Uh, You said you want the the key back, but if we give it
1: to the edict, how are we to return it?
2: We're going to steal it later. You said that.
1: We will steal it back later, but if you give me... If you give me an hour, I will place a trace on this item. And it is magic, pure magic. It's hard to do. But I will be able to trace it wherever it is, and they will not know unless they are some sort of wizard or technomancer. They have something, but I don't know what it is yet. Well, this is our best chance. Yeah. I agree. Even even if they detect even if they detect something, then it should be fine. So, out of his pocket, he pulls this old iron key. It looks roughly cut and it has little pictures and symbols of animals carved all over it. He puts it in your hand and he says, Spigston, dancer, welcome to the Keepers of Law. And that's where we will leave it for this episode. Sick.
0: Question is, will Spigs accept and become a Keeper of Law? Will they make it back in time to save his wife, Glist? We just might find out next time. I'm Crux, the Interdimensional Demon Bard, and I'll see you on the flip
1: side. Thank you all for downloading and thank you for listening and thank you for being all-around cool people who uh, consume the media that we put out into the universe. The universe of the intranet at www.beyondthedice.com is where we
2: live and breathe.
3: We also have an Instagram page. It is called at Beyond the Dice. We do fun stuff. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You can also check out our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Pod.
2: And please jump on iTunes to give us a review and then it'll expose the podcast to more people.
1: Yeah, awesome. Thanks, guys. Um, yeah, once again, the little competition is running. So if we have 10 or more reviews on iTunes in 2018, uh, I'll get in contact with a random person that I'll select from the reviews and I will send you a dice set that I will select from a game So store. does that
3: mean that they're not beyond um, the dice? Like, they're, now they're within reach, really?
1: They are within
3: reach okay. of the <laughs> dice.
1: Um, yeah, and the the competition closes up June 1st. Yes, we have a Discord. If you like playing games um, or if you just want to have a chat to us, we have a Discord. Um, I'll We'll try and be on there every time we're on our computer um, while we're playing games and such when we're free. Um, jump in, have a chat, play a game with us if you want. Sweet. I'll, um, you can check it out at the Facebook group, Facebook page, and our website. There will be a link up there to the Discord. Until then, have a good, happy, fun time. Cool. Bye.
2: See you guys. Adios. Bye.
1: Can't you be both? <laughs> Wait,
0: here,
3: you Doc.
1: You're not a doctor either. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
2: You're just a great A-con artist. (laughs) Um, I know, you just hear me talk to someone else.
3: This is how all good
2: adult movies start. I got a pizza.
3: (laughs) Uh, Can you check out this lump?
1: Oh, while Luke's doing
3: that.
1: (laughs) Spigs is so attached to his little welder. He uses everything. (laughs) His little welder. Your little world. Well that's a nickname for his penis. That's a name for his penis. Yeah, for his penis. <laughs> <laughs> and from what you know, they're the names of your parents. Dun, dun, dun. <sighs> Quinlon Zai longleaf, Zildia Longleaf, and Wu Zin Longleaf.
3: This is so Yeah, how boring. long
2: is, it, is this list is this list over? <laughs> <laughs> like we've got, like, we've, we've got five hours left before Spigs, like, can we get to this? Look, there were a lot of you, and you had weird, swanky names, except for Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> no.